It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama made it, man. Anything's yeah. possible. Rainy days. Jump shot fade away. This the best Celtics podcast day to day. Especially when the season get hectic. I stay waiting on it like receiving a Nets pick. Nothing like the terrible analysts on the TV. So in depth you might even hear a story on Gigi. So in depth they might do an hour about the D-League. So in depth you probably should pay him but it's a freebie. Yeah, John Corrales and J. King. Locked on trying to get the 18th ring. So you can miss me with the blah blah. No more Geno time. We watching Jay do the Zaza. Melly's. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us part of your regular routine. We are here for you most days of the week, maybe not all days because of the offseason, but we are ramping up to a five-day-a-week return. We are the Rain and Jays, John Corrales and Jay King, once again discussing the draft because once again there are reports and rumors and it's just a hot take rumor season Everybody's got something to say. Everybody's got a source. Everybody's got conflicting information. So we're going to talk about it. We are brought to you today by Boston Paintball. Go to bostonpaintball.com. We've got a special deal for you. If you haven't heard it by now, we've got it coming up in a few minutes. So, okay, let's start with Chad Ford, who spoke to a GM, a rival GM. And that GM says, quote, I've picked Danny's brain for years. Jackson, as in Josh Jackson, is an Ainge player all the way. Tough, athletic, long, versatile, elite motor. If he's keeping the pick, Jackson just, to me, far and away, is the most Celtics-type player for them to draft. From all my conversations with them, I'm convinced they'll take Jackson number one. So... Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> not, right, Jay? Not really? So, so, so th- this is just some other GM. <laughs> it, it's basically like what you or I might say, like if if we had a guess about what the Celtics were doing, and it's 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 not inside information. It's some other person speculating. And what's funny about it is, I agree with almost everything the guy said. Like Josh Jackson is the prototypical Celtics player he is the exact type of guy Danny Ainge looks at and salivates because he's competitive and he's tough and he can play defense and he has versatility and he's smart and he he can do all these things in the court and he's gritty and like Josh Jackson is a Celtics type of guy and in this case I just not sure it matters because Markel Fultz is so damn good that, and look, 
look, you, you can you can look back to the past to the other guys the Celtics have drafted, to Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, guys that kind of fit the Josh Jackson mold, where they come into the NBA and they're tough, they're athletic, they have shooting issues. Okay, that that's cool. Ainge has drafted guys like that in the past. Well, guess what? He's never had the number one pick, and he's never had the opportunity to draft a prospect who is as talented as Markel Fultz. So I fully believe that Danny Ainge loves Josh Jackson's potential, loves Josh Jackson's style, loves Josh Jackson's mentality, and I'm just pretty convinced it's not going to matter because Markel Fultz is the pick anyway. I agree with all of that. That was the point that I was really going to make to combat all of this, is that the number one overall pick, not, not only does Ainge... Has Ainge never had that before? He's never. Let, let me rephrase that. He he always seems to go with what he believes is the best player available, and there's been a type because he's never had the option of not having to pick a type. So, yeah, Jackson might fit all of the tick off all of the boxes, but that's like saying. You know, I only date, uh, you know, a certain kind of, of woman with this hair color and this, that, and then you can sit there and you say, well, this is, this is John's type or this is Jay's type. But then a supermodel comes along that is awesome and in every way and she doesn't fit that type, but she's a damn supermodel. And of course you're going to be like, well, yeah, she's not a blonde. She's a brunette or something like that. Like, doesn't necessarily fit the type you've had in the past, but damn, you're not going to pass that up. Are you kidding me? So I don't see, I don't see the obsession other than everybody's got, everybody's got their opinion. And this is another GM. This is another, this is a rival GM who is giving his opinion and yeah, he can be off the record and, or, or anonymous, I should say, and, and have his opinion, but his opinion also kind of has an ulterior motive. Another GM's not going to talk about what the, the number one pick might be without having a little, you know, throwing a little uncertainty into the mix. So it's all a game. You know what? I know an NBA scout that swears to me, swears to me that Lonzo Ball will be the Celtics pick. Is And is... I, I, I don't think so, but he says... There's no passer like him in the draft. The game is predicated on passing. You can't pass up an elite passer uh, like Ball. And the Celtics will, he thinks the Celtics would take Lonzo Ball. Would, but I don't think so. I don't, I've told him, I've laughed. I think you're way off. But I say it's Fultz. It's just too much. Too many things are pointing to, towards Fultz. You guys talked about the tears yesterday. Everybody agrees that Fultz is that level of a player. So all this other stuff, I think, is noise. Somehow it's a misdirection. It's something to throw some chaos into the equation just in case you know, something else shakes free and either it's a draft pick or, or maybe it's just a way to get a guy in for a workout. It's a, maybe it's a way for a GM to send word to the agents to say, hey, 
you got to get your guy in here for a workout so they can kind of advance scout, or as I like to call it, pre-tamper, where it's legal to kind of plant seeds into these young guys' minds and say, well, I wasn't going to work out for the Lakers, but, hey, you know, if something happens, I kind of like what the Lakers are doing. And Fultz did work out for the Lakers, and he might he might not have. There was a rumor that he wasn't going to work out for any other teams, and then he did. So all of this stuff is all gamesmanship to me. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much BS that comes out around draft time, and and part of it too, I think, is when you talk to guys around the league, and and you talk to people in front offices, they can they can tell you they really like one guy, and and maybe they're just talking to you about one guy, and, and like like I'm as I said, I'm I'm 100% positive based on history that Danny Ainge loves Josh Jackson's game. He's a Danny Ainge type of player, a hundred percent. And, and that, like, he, he can really like Josh Jackson. You know what? He probably really likes Lonzo ball too. And you know what? Like Jason Tatum, he might really like him too, or De'Aaron Fox, but, but it, it's about who you like best at the spot you're at. And for the Celtics, I think, I think that has to be Markel Fultz. I, I think there's just, he has too much of a complete skill set. He has too little chance to fail, and he doesn't have the weaknesses that these other guys have. And and I think that's the big point where, you know, Josh Jackson, yes, he could be great. He could be a fantastic player. He's 6'8". He can do a little playmaking. He can guard a lot of guys. He's tough as nails. He competes like hell. He's really very talented, and if he becomes a many-time all-star, nobody will be shocked. But he also has a shooting issue, and it's 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 any shooting issue can hold you back from being an all-star, can hold you back from being a star player, can hold you back from being the type of real impact player the Celtics are going to want at number one. And Markel Fultz is a guy who he doesn't have weaknesses like that. Every, if you, you check off a full list of every offensive tool you'd want a point guard to have, Markel Fultz has all of it. And so I think you have to go with Fultz, even if you love Jackson, even if you love Ball, even if you love a lot of these other prospects who are, some of them, really good. I just think Fultz is the guy. I don't, I don't think there will be enough noise to convince me otherwise over the next week. Right. It's, it's very simple. Like you said, you, there's a lot of, there are a lot of players to love. And you could talk to Ainge individually, and he could sit there and talk glowingly about Jackson for 10 minutes. And, but that doesn't mean that that's the guy that he's going to pick. There's a lot of good players in this draft. We've known that going into it. We've known this for years now, that this was going to be a really good draft. So it's one thing to say Ainge loves player X, but does that player mean that it's going to be him over Fultz? No, that's a, that's a one hell of a leap. That's one hell of a leap. So, like I said, these agents are out there. I think there's a lot of misdirection. It's, I, 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 want, I want to say that these GMs are, are, are playing more games with agents and they're trying to get a little bit of intel and any sort of leg up, any sort of game they could play. They're trying to get their advantage. It's like if you and I were playing paintball and there was a way for me to lure you out of your <laughs> well, spot. Well done. Well done. I would 
Use that so I can pop you and win the game. Any advantage I want to get, I'm going to get. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go to Boston Paintball to do that. Because they've been doing this for 20 years, and they know how to put on a paintball show. And they could do that in a lot of ways, a lot of ways that you don't realize if you haven't been playing paintball over the past 20 years. I know the last time I went was a long, long time ago when they first opened in the shadows of the old Boston Garden back in 1992. I think they were about four years old when I went. And uh, it was a basic thing that you might picture. That's not the case anymore. They've got paintball for all levels. They got an eight-year-old level called Splatmaster. They've got a low-impact and classic paintball for players who are 10 plus. So any sort of birthday party, kind of like, uh, what's that? Second, third, fourth grade, graduation type of thing that you want to do. You can go do that at Boston Paintball. Or you can get a bunch of the guys together, a bunch of your girls. It doesn't matter. Could be a co-ed thing. You can all go out there and play at three different locations. You can go out to Chelsea. They have indoor and night play. You can go out to Maynard. They've got outdoor competition in Woods Ball Fields. Or you can go out to Ashland for a 23-building, real-life, apocalyptic cityscape. The hospital, the airplane, the Army Deuce. I mean, it's just all sorts of fun that you can have at Boston Paintball. And remember, this is a local business. Keep your money in Boston. Support local businesses. That's a huge, huge thing that really keeps the money in the city and really boosts the economy. These are Celtics fans. This guy's a season ticket holder. So, Go ahead and frequent a Celtics fan's business. Do it by going to bossandpaintball.com. Make your reservation online. They have video tours of each facility to help you make your choice. And you can use the coupon code GREEN when booking. And you get 50 bucks off a group package. Let them know you heard it on Lockdown Celtics. Make sure they know that you came through us. bossandpaintball.com. Use the coupon code GREEN when booking to get your $50 off a group package. Okay, the funniest thing today it was Markel Fultz and that photo with the Magic with uh, with the Lakers and Magic and Magic's got this big beaming smile on his face and Markel <laughs> Fultz looks like he's watching somebody kick his dog. Well, I I hate to I hate to pour water on this because it was a hilarious photo, absolutely hilarious photo. And Markel Fultz. I feel like I know where you're going looks, with this. Looks like he doesn't want to be there at all. He's like, F this number two pick crap. That's the look that he has on his face. But Markel Fultz just doesn't smile. Like I've never seen him in a picture smiling <laughs> ever. He is a non smiler. He's like like Barry Sanders, I think, is a guy who doesn't smile in any pictures. I think think that was like a story. Like like Barry Sanders never ever smiles in any photo ever. Markel Fultz is the same way. Like he looks totally bored in every photo I've ever seen him in. Even if he's standing next to Magic Johnson, like I don't care if you're I know. pissed that you're at the number, two, you would fall to number two. If you want to be the number one pick, if you want to be in Boston, if you want to play with Isaiah Thomas, if you want to play for Brad Stevens, if you meet Magic Johnson, like I would, I would be beaming to take a picture with Magic Johnson. And Markel Fultz is like, yeah, whatever, bro. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He he. It's funny. 
I was kind of going the same way with this. He posted a picture on his Instagram story because in 2017, we're following 19 year old prospects around on Instagram and Snapchat to kind of get a lay of the land. That bothers me a little bit, but he posted his Instagram story and he willingly posted this. He's standing next to a car on the leaning against the back of a car. And he looks like, completely disinterested like he doesn't want to be there and quite frankly if you go back to the pictures that um chris forsberg posted he's standing outside the locker room he doesn't look like he wants to be in in the garden either he doesn't want to be anywhere he just has what the kids call resting bitch face i, I, would, I, would, say that. I, I would say he has an incredible skill of of looking bored in photos like <laughs> Everything bores him. It looks like he just it doesn't. It's like whatever. Totally, you're totally standing there unfazed by anything. He almost. It's almost like the Tim Duncan, like like the Tim Duncan, aura <laughs> about him. Like, like literally, like just doesn't change from just boring Markel. That's true. That's true. Like I, which is fine. Like I, I it's not a commentary on him. No. It's just hilarious. Yeah. It's just hilarious <laughs> to see that he's standing there next to Magic freaking Johnson, and he's just like, yeah. oh, Boston <laughs> Garden, yeah, no, oh, 17 banners. Okay. <laughs> like, where? I mean, he said, like, the kid's, what, 19 years old? Uh, and I would just be like, this is the best thing of my life. It's like, it's like recruiting on an entirely different level. You got the you get some of the best players ever who have now ascended to running teams and they're like just they they want you. They want you. They're like Magic Johnson saying like I want you on the Lakers. And he's like a uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if he had a fa- if we were there for a face-to-face conversation, it'd be a little bit different. It's just the photos are hilarious. That's all I'm saying. They're, the they're, photos and they're are all the same. It's just Markel Board, oh. <laughs> it cracks me up, man. I'm, I need more Markel board photos. That's absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so that that's another thing that happened. Oh, what else happened today? I, I'm kind of. Not I think much. That's it. Not much. Not much. Not much. Not much. Not much. But hey, we still managed to get uh, almost 20 minutes out of it. Uh, but you know, look, the. Uh, the draft is going to be wild. Like you were saying before the show, the next this next week is just going to be one thing after another. So I guess if you take nothing else out of this podcast, it's that you should gird your loins and prepare yourself for one crazy batshit rumor after the next. You know, the, the Lakers trading down, the Kings moving up, the Celtics taking somebody that's not Fultz or Ball, or whatever, everybody is going to be saying everything. Everybody's going to be reading too much into everything. Everybody, I would say, and Jay, you can disagree with me or agree, back me up. I just say everybody just calm down. A bunch of shit's going to be out there. Just put your umbrella up and just get through the next week. It's got to be false. I can't see a scenario where it's not false. It's, yeah, it's probably going to be false. And I, I, this is from a guy. I wrote a story last week that was like, like there are a few people around the NBA who would pick somebody outside of Fultz. And I wrote that story just to show like there are people out there who like other people more than Fultz. Uh, but 
the vast majority of people you talk to think Fultz is a guy. The more you watch Fultz on tape, the more it's it's just striking that he has no flaws. He he does everything, and it's going to be hard to pass up a six four point guard with a six ten wingspan who's athletic, who can handle the ball, who can hit threes, who can create space in the mid range, who hits all sorts of pull up shots, who can get to the hoop, who can create for others who can do all this stuff and he's 19 years old. It's going to be hard to pass up that guy at number one. So it's, it's almost definitely going to be Fultz. Don't, don't get too caught up in these rumors. And just remember last year at this time, everybody thought Danny Ainge was going to pick Chris Dunn. Yep. Yep. Everybody, everybody's done. And it was going to be a trade and it was going to be blah, blah, blah. No. And we sat here talking about it better not be Jalen Brown because the analytics hate Jalen Brown. And we know what happened. The people were upset. They booed the pick. Not Jalen Brown necessarily, but the fact that Ainge wasn't trading the pick. And right now, the, the, the narrative has completely changed. And our future is all about Jalen and Markel and as yet undetermined 2018 Nets pick. And one last thing, don't overreact to bad workouts either. Like when guys have bad workouts or people say they weren't blown away by a workout, it's just it's just one little piece of information. These guys have been scouting team the, these players for years. So don't overreact to the bad workouts or any of those reports either. So Don't do it, people. Don't do everybody, it. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Stay Only calm. Relax. Go play some paintball to get your frustrations out if you have them go to bossandpaintball.com use the coupon code green you get 50 bucks off with the group package do that instead pretend that the other people are rumors or rumor mongers or you know skip bayless all right <laughs> that's it thanks for listening everybody uh this is the friday program so enjoy your weekend listen to us a few times you know, tell your friends, spread the word, rate us five stars, leave us a, a, a rating, leave us a little review. Uh, subscribe if you're not a subscriber. Search for Locked On Celtics wherever you get your podcasts. Do that and keep on listening. This has been the Locked On Celtics Podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.